Hello and welcome yet again to the Eurovision Division podcast. This is a podcast where we listen to all 43 songs in this year's Eurovision Song Contest before this year's Eurovision Song Contest. As always, I am your host, Jeroen, and as always, I have a very special lady with me. Thank you. I am your very special co-host, Mira. Mira, this is the first time you're listening to all of these songs, but I've heard all of them before. That's the concept of the podcast. Yes, and it would be weird for you to come into episode uh, 17 of this year's podcast. I'm not even halfway. No, we're not at all. Okay. It's, it, it's coming up. I know. It's coming up. I know. It's just a matter of time before it's here. Eurovision. Yes. It's happening. It absolutely is. Like I said, it's just a matter of time. Well, for episode 17, which is, of course, a very special episode. It's a prime number. Exactly. That's what makes it special. Thanks for coming up with something to make it special for me. Because I couldn't think of a good goof there. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay. I, I thought I thought you were going to say something No, I, okay. I don't have any jokes. No, it seemed like you were building up to something, and I was just like, oh, what's she going to say? But it was nothing. That's how I do. I'll build you up just to drop you down. I figured we've waited long enough. Is it time for Belgium? I think we should talk about the Belgian entry for Eurovision yeah! 2018. So, uh, what do you know about the Belgian representative? The two of us, we live in Belgium. We are Belgian. Um, Born and raised. Yes. From the same town. Uh, absolutely. And this is, uh, you know, Belgium alternates between broadcasters. The Walloon one and then the Flemish one. Um, this is a Flemish year. So what can you tell us about who, who they've selected? They have selected a seemingly lovely lady called Senek. That's right. Um, I know that Petri van der Vere was very proud of her. Okay. And maybe that's just the way he is. It, yeah. He's always very excited. Um, sorry, that Petri van der Vere is a TV personality. Sure. And radio personality. Mostly. Mostly radio, actually. And... I just remember that when she made her debut, I'm still so disappointed by it. But she was introduced as, you know, she's going to perform a cover of Amor Pelos Deutsch. And she just put it in a, a fun little jazzy jacket. She then proceeded to perform the least jazzy version of the jazz song Amor Pelos Dois I'd ever heard. Amar Pelos Dois. Amar, sorry. Yeah, and that has bothered me ever since. That they said, oh, she made it a little jazzier, but it is already a jazz song, and she just did a sad piano girl cover of it, yeah. which is my least type of cover next to sad guitar boy cover. Yeah, so what they neglected to mention there, uh, indeed, was that um, she sang a translation of Salvador Sobral's winning song. That's true. A translation that was written by former Eurovision winner Alexander Reback. That fucking guy. 
Yeah, well, no, they didn't mention it. I just thought I'd mention it. That's the way that they introduced her to the world, and she brought like a cover translated, and everyone was like, "Huh, what is this?" I'm like, "Well, that's a translation that Alexander Reback wrote." Mm, that fucking guy. Doesn't matter. Water under the bridge, um, because you know this isn't. She's not. She's not doing any covers. She's doing a song of her own. I like all of that aside. I did get a pretty good first impression of her. It seemed like she wasn't too hateful towards the actual event mm, mm-hmm. which is a big problem in Flanders I think is that people will not take Eurovision seriously I'm not saying that you need to but people will say like oh yeah I really loved Eurovision as a kid but I think it's just a vapid and empty event now it's like that says more about you and how you grew into an adult than it does about your vision. Absolutely. I, I, I've I read so many fucking agree. think pieces that all say the same goddamn I mean, thing. Sorry, I think think piece is a, is a very strong word. Um, I don't think they are think pieces. They are tiny columns, they're but columns they do get published. Yeah, and mostly it's like, Eurovision. I remember it when I was a kid. We all used to sit around the television one night a year. We'd have our little snacks, our chips, and oh, wouldn't it be fun with Mama on the couch? <laughs> and now I, I'm like but these I, last I, few years, you know, since you become, you know, when you're working as an adult, you think there are more important things, which there are, and they're always like. I'm still gonna watch it though, but I won't enjoy it. It's that. It's like it's you it, fuck. It reads as there's no way I will ever enjoy it as much. It's again. isn't it so sad that Eurovision is a mandatory viewing event every year that we are required by law to watch Eurovision or else we'll go to jail. It's like people don't want to admit that, you know, this is just fun and fine. Yeah, that it's like fine to enjoy something silly. But enough about Flanders. Yeah, so let's talk about uh, Laura Grusenaken, or as her artist name is, Senek. Which is, interestingly, a part of her last name. Grusenaken. Oh yeah, that's true. So she's just plucked a little chunk from her unpronounceable last name and turned that into her name as an artist, which I think is a fun, neat, a fun cute. little, fun, cute little, uh, little trick she pulled there. Yeah, my artist's name is Eyes. <laughs> Y-S-E, Eyes. Uh, her song is called A Matter of Time. This is, this, oh, I, I didn't know. We, we're bringing the time song this year. Yes. Yes, we are. Oh, that's cool. There's got to be one. I always love the time songs. Uh, the composer and lyricist of this song uh, is Laura Husenaken and uh, Maxime Tribesh and Alex Callier, who oh, yeah, you yeah. may know uh, from mother. Hoover Phonic. Hoover Phonic. Who's mother? That's another Alex. Axel Hirsu. Axel Hirsu. I'm so bad at that is doing anything so and remembering things. Thinking that. Axel Hirsu might have written a song and that you were like, oh yeah, fine, instead of screaming and running out the door, which is the appropriate reaction for finding out that Axel Hirsu might have written a song. And 
I don't know where he is now, what he's doing. I don't know either. We, no one he knows. might be writing for fucking Bazaar, in which case I would also fucking he's run out the door screaming. Flemish. <laughs> I know. That's how little I know about him. No, Alex Callier uh, is... Fine, it's good, though. Which you might not remember because it was 3 a.m., um, but France had a little connection to Hooverphonic because Emily Satz, uh, Madame from Madame Monsieur, was on a Hooverphonic track. So we've got... Oh, shit! We've, we're, you know, they're kind of they're repped twice in here. I did fall asleep while we were recording that episode. I don't think either of you really noticed, but I did fall asleep for like a hot second during that episode. I'm very sorry. And again, sorry. it's just a matter of time until we fall asleep later. Um, but before we do that, let's listen uh, to Belgium's entry into the Eurovision Song Contest 2018, which is Senec and A Matter of Time. Before it The Time song with the Bond song this year. Interesting, right? It's really... Hey, I like this song. I think it's it's rote, easy and cringy to start every sentence with sometimes in a song. Okay. I think that's like an easy song writing method. But like, it's... A small critique. Yeah, but it's it's like a repetition trick that that works yeah. for for a reason, but also like yeah, okay, it's kind of obvious. It's it's kind of easy. It does feel a little bit like if if I had to start writing something right now and I didn't really know what yeah. to start of, I would either start something like there is there uh, is uh, sometimes maybe. They say... They say... Like, you know, they're, they're very general turns of phrase that just allow you to also add some kind of vague philosophical statement to yeah. them. Yeah. But it, it, it that, works. The repetition of it seems deliberate. That being my main critique of this song is a good sign for this song. Yeah, the fact that you're actually critiquing the lyrics before anything else is interesting. I think musically... Hey... The Belgians are pretty good at, like, moody, creepy music. Yeah, so it seems like that's kind of our our We found our right bent. Um, I mean, what's the pressure? What's the pressure doesn't quite uh, it was fit so in there. Good. But I love this. This is very hooverphonic, yeah. Yeah, but, like, that also makes sense, um, given the fact that one of the writers is a member of hooverphonic. But, but also, also that, like, hooverphonic is, is a big... Belgian band, they were yeah. huge a lot, uh, and I've, if I've you want to rep, that, like, yeah, if you want to rep Belgium and take it seriously, it would be cool if we sent our actual good artists mm-hmm. out to Eurovision, and it seems like we're starting to do that, and that is making me very excited. I mean, she's for... not she's not an established artist, but she, no, the but song people was written. On yeah, yeah, song. I, absolutely. I think that's definitely a really interesting way of doing it. Um, I like Eurovision as sort of a, 
a, a, a platform for new artists, a lot of the times it is like that. There's still a thing where established artists don't really go for it. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I would be sad if that became the trend of just sending your best established artists. I mean, that would be cool. But that said, it's, it's different countries do entirely different things, right? Yeah, absolutely. If next year we sent Stromae, Imagine. fucking... Yeah. yeah. And we, if we didn't win, I would never watch Eurovision again. There's also that risk. Yeah, like if a Russia sends Sergei Lazarev, yeah. you don't necessarily need any... Um, experience to go to Eurovision though it's it like can... the American presidency okay so so <laughs> the, what <laughs> you don't need any experience oh my god uh... god hitting hard in fact you don't even need to be a professional singer because um Laura or Senek isn't oh uh she works at Ikea I knew this yeah. Your sister said this to me. Maybe she did. My sister... Or she, too, yes, my sister works, too at works at Ikea. Ikea. Do they work at the same Ikea? They don't. How many Ikeas are there in Belgium? Quite a few. No, I yeah, so she like, was like her voice. Yes. We're, we're really sending, like, the long-haired, minimal makeup girls dressed in black with great voices. Sure, I guess you can start calling that a trend, too. I mean, it's just the second year in a row, but that's not really a trend. No, but, but we're, we're doing a similar thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing a similar thing. And listen, I don't mind that that much. I would love to win with a moody song. I would love to win with this. I, I too would like that. Probably not gonna happen but i would like to see this in a top 10 spot at least yeah so it's been it's been uh loic notte fourth place laura tesoro 10th place blanche fourth place again um if we can keep that streak going i'll yeah so like really happy three straight years in the top 10 is great um especially because that you know belgium wasn't really doing that great until uh until 2013 but definitely in 2015 since 2015 we've had that that great streak going to the point where at this point belgium is kind of like a a, a powerhouse of of bringing modern yeah moody music that's yeah. kind of what they're expecting of us people were looking forward to hearing this song and it's like Really great, but it's strange to have you your got... country suddenly transform into being yeah. good at Eurovision. And she's serving up some great looks in this video as well. She even she even has like a little reference to Anne Silence with mm -hmm. the 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 strings, right. the draped strings. That's a, a very typical. Uh, type of dress made by Anne Silence, which she also made for Nicole and Hugo when they failed to show up at Eurovision because of scurvy. No, the other Jaundice. one, Jaundice. I'm not sure if that is like an, an, a deliberate nod, but I am also loving the Ander Müllermeister style dresses. Yeah, there's, some looks, good. there's some looks going on. I think the aesthetic of the music video is very well thought out. 
kind of like it's it's consistent and it's nice. I like the uh, the eight millimeter look intercut mm-hmm. with the very widescreen. Like it, it just looks very expensive while also actually being very simple. And very cheap. Like yeah, yeah. Just, just standing in some abandoned spaces, her dancing around, and they had to smash one glass teapot. I don't know if it's an IKEA teapot. I don't think it is. Oh, <laughs> I'm not sure. We'd have to we'd have to look that one up. Ask your sister. Is yeah. this an IKEA? Teapot? Is that an IKEA teapot? I don't feel like she. I don't feel like they should have done that because that. I would have. There would have been jokes about it by now. Yeah, probably. And we own like IKEA glasses, and I've dropped those bitches so many times. They do not break. No, they don't. I was just. We have a lot of broken glasses, though. It's mostly wine glasses that, like, I just tap against the table or something, and then they shatter. Yeah, very sturdy. Good stuff. Stronger than cannonballs. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> I, th- I think it is a matter of time until we really top the scoreboard again. Um, and I mean, a-, a win for Belgium in the near future would be great. Yeah, because uh, there's then... the, there's always the unfortunate thing where you know Belgium's switching broadcasters, and you kind of want it to be Flanders. Oh, I yeah. But given the trajectory that the FTBF has been on, I wouldn't mind if they send something great next year in the vein of Loic and Blanche. The, yeah, they've been doing really well, better than us. And the year after that, we can send another Laura. We do love our Lauras. Yeah, I I would love to see this become like a a competition within a competition. We try to top each other every year. The Wolves yeah, and the Flemish. It, it, it isn't explicitly, but I mean we have won once and that was a balloon song, Jamel la vie. And if the next time we win it's a balloon song again, then it cements them as being Doers. the better Eurovision. And I don't want that. You don't want that. Like I'm not. I'm not. You know. I'm not feeding into the feud. But it's weird. We're we're all Belgium. But also, I want to win. I want to win. Yeah. If it's the balloons that win, I'll feel like it's less of a win for me. Even though I am in no way involved in yeah, this you process. Have, you have nothing to do with with either. I have n- as much process. to do yeah. with any of these selection processes as I have to do with that of the Great Britons. And like if I'm if I'm rooting for Portugal like last year and they win, I feel great about that. You know, it's it doesn't have to be your own country, but it's it's very nice. I'm I'm. What are we picturing for staging here? <laughs> Just her standing in the middle of the stage in a black dress, like last year, like. Yeah, kind of. Kind of. Right? That's what you're gonna be more. able to do with it. Um. So let me let me let me Eurovision in concert for a second again. Um. Her voice live is is still a little bit shaky. Um. And the high notes are not as clear all the times. So you can kind of hear it in in the studio cut as well that they are. She's straining a little bit to to get mm-hmm. the, to them. So there's still that live, which is a little worrying. Um. But. She was the most arresting scenic, um, scenic, uh, <laughs> picture on that stage for me, um, because it it was very yeah it was very black and white and there was like a a, a spot on her from behind her, 
and almost, almost like a foggy thing. And it was it was very moody again and different from the way that all the other songs were lit, even at this oh this that's concert. And like that definitely stood out in a in a really interesting good way. That's something that like also was the case with the other Laura, Laura Tesoro. Mm-hmm. She was the only one who brought yeah. a red orange theme while everyone else was doing blue. I she was doing so. like was... yellow orange and Yeah, that that was a very Everyone unique... else was doing red yeah, and blue. It was a very unique. So color. it's always with... good to do something Like Loic Notet also did black and white, right? And, so and that was a very um yeah, also a very arresting visual while everyone else was kind of doing something something different. A lot of red that if, year. If, I think if we're like the black and white country, that's cool. I mean, that's, that's kind of what we are like also in fashion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bulgaria is also kind of being the black and white country. Mm. Armenia is just the black country. Mm. Yeah, ha- ha- having seen it live, I'm like, okay, it needs a little work on on tightening it up right but we had the same kind of worries with blanche where it was kind of like before the show it was like uh oh is her voice good enough is she actually gonna do it and then in the semi-final it was also like oh she's shaky is she gonna make it through yeah and it was more than just the fact that that song was just very good and one of the best songs of last year it's Mm. it's her stage act was very small and, and wasn't a lot but it did but we'll you know we'll have to see with with staging concepts and everything how this really does but i'm i'm excited i think so am i i think i you know another year where i can really support my own country that's always good yeah i like not having to be embarrassed yeah it's yeah, great because yeah, yeah, yeah. i i mean in every other aspect i am <laughs> Of my country. Hey, hey, hello. Oh, speaking of our country, Tom Dice... Is in politics is, now? Is in politics now. He's he's uh, on the green list, right? Yeah, joining the good party. Joining the good party. Uh-oh, politics. Uh-oh, politics. Eurovision isn't politics. Eurovision is not about politics. Not about politics. And it is just a matter of time until... You can listen to us again. We'll be back soon with another episode talking about another song. In the meantime, please tweet at us. That is at Eurodivision. Or leave a review on iTunes and a rating. Thank you so much for listening. I've been you. I've been Mira. Uh, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.